new music industry podcast, and I'm David Andrew Let's dig in. I'm excited. Would you like to know why? Well, you might recall that I shared about my new mini book, The Essential Guide to Music Entrepreneurship, in episode 87 of the podcast. So what's this got to do with that? Well, I recently finished working on all the bonus content. You may have heard me mention it on other podcasts or master classes. Regardless, here's what you need to know. For a limited time, I'm making it all available for a nominal cost. And I've prepared three different packages depending on your needs. The first package includes just the paperback and ebook version of the book. For those who already bought the book, the second package is ideal as it includes just the bonus content and not the book. And there's a third package for those who want it all. It includes a signed copy of the paperback, the ebook, the audiobook, the action sheet, and the video training. At any time, you can go to musicentrepreneurhq.com essential to learn about this offer. But as of January 1st, 2019, this offer will no longer be available. You'll still be able to buy the book at any time, but the additional content will be going away and finding a new home after that. If you order now, you will get instant access to everything except the hard copy of the book, which I will be sending manually. If you happen to get the third package, then I will be signing the book and then sending it over to you. But you will get access to all the digital content the moment you purchase one of the Essential Guide to Music Entrepreneurship Pro Packs. So again, you can go to musicentrepreneurhq.com slash essential to learn about this limited time offer. You'll even see a counter there, which is counting down to the last day you'll be able to take advantage of one of the Pro Packs. Now as a bonus, I'm going to share with you a segment from the audiobook. I've already read you the introduction in an earlier episode, so this will be from a different section. The audiobook isn't available anywhere else, so if you'd like to get hold of it, don't let this offer pass you by. Now here's me reading a segment from The Essential Guide to Music Entrepreneurship. What are the benefits of being or becoming a music entrepreneur? The main difference between a music entrepreneur and a non-music entrepreneur primarily comes down to mindset. In other words, how you think. A music entrepreneur doesn't wait for opportunity, they go looking for it. You see opportunities where others miss it. You don't count on someone else to make things happen on your behalf. You empower yourself to go after your dreams. There's something powerful about taking full responsibility for your life, your career, and everything that has ever happened to you. Music entrepreneurship is about ownership. It's about taking control and being accountable to yourself and to others. A music entrepreneur isn't necessarily better than a traditional musician or someone that's employed within the music industry. Ultimately, there are different paths for different people. Some people are risk averse. Others are risk takers. Some just want to be happy and enjoy life. Others want to live on purpose. There are advantages to simply being a musician or an employee. You don't have to concern yourself with accounting, administration, marketing, advertising, fund allocation, customer service, and everything that goes along with a not-so-glamorous side of business. It should be noted, however, that a musician will find themselves overseeing many of the previously mentioned aspects of their career as they grow, especially if they choose not to work with a team. And employees are always working on some aspect of a business though their responsibilities may not extend into every facet of the enterprise. Like I mentioned earlier, a music entrepreneur takes the time to understand and analyze their strengths and weaknesses. They know that they can't do it all alone, and they go out of their way to ensure they don't have a finger in every pie, though some can be a little reluctant to let go and delegate at first. 
In short, the benefits of music entrepreneurship largely depends on you. If you've heard others make bold promises of riches and fame, a brighter future, an easier life, take it with a grain of salt. Entrepreneurship isn't easy, and many of my friends would echo that statement. Putting yourself out there, meeting people, and expanding your comfort zone isn't easy. Sharing your vision, getting a following, raising capital, and rallying support isn't easy. Working with a team isn't always easy. Creating a profitable, successful business isn't easy. But some, like me, see the results as being worthwhile. I believe you will live a more purposeful, more meaningful life as a result of pursuing a vision that matters to you. You will have the opportunity to change people's lives and add value to them. Success is not assured, but there's no question you will learn valuable lessons along the way. Ultimately, it's a difference in lifestyle. You will live differently than others if you choose to be an entrepreneur. Instead of looking to some external source to validate your ideas, you'll do what it takes to make your vision a reality. The Mindset of an Entrepreneur You may be wondering why I didn't title this section The Mindset of a Music Entrepreneur. That's because there's no discernible difference between how an entrepreneur should think in any industry. The music business has its unique challenges, but so does any industry you can name. So bear with me as I briefly deviate away from the subject of music and explain how an entrepreneur thinks. How an entrepreneur thinks. There's a cliche that often gets repeated in entrepreneurial circles. If everyone is headed in the same direction, turn and run the other way. This is because following what everyone else is doing isn't going to help you get anything other than what they've got. If you want to achieve different results, you'll have to take a fundamentally different approach. To be perfectly honest, it's impossible to encapsulate how successful business people think in just a few sentences. There probably isn't one, however, that couldn't tell you what they believe and stand for. Accomplished business people tend to be strong-minded, grounded, committed, and hardworking. Outside observers may even perceive them as being obsessed, arrogant, or cutthroat, and some certainly are. But the reason I say there's a difference between how an entrepreneur thinks and how an employee thinks is because most employees are working for money and other people. Entrepreneurs flip this on its head. They have money and other people work for them. Here are some key things I've observed about successful people. Again, this isn't to say that all entrepreneurs possess these qualities or that they share in the same philosophy, but you will find that many of these attributes are possessed by individuals on a path of achievement. They are lifelong learners. I had the chance to chat with AA Accountants Managing Director Shazad Nawaz in 2015. I'm fortunate enough to be able to talk to successful business owners on a regular basis due to the nature of my work. Shaz mentioned that he was in the habit of reading a book per week and when I asked him about marketing because I recognized his proficiency and was trying to learn myself, he pointed me to several resources that I have since learned a great deal from, mostly Dan Kennedy books. I have adopted the same habit of reading one book per week for myself, and I have found it to be a far more effective way of consuming and absorbing information than merely reading 15 minutes per day as I was doing prior. I can't, however, recommend adopting that habit unless you have a lot of free time or you choose to learn how to speed read. Jim Quick has a free video on speed reading, and I think it's a great place to start. You'll find the link in the resources and tools section at the end of the book. I know many entrepreneurs say they listen to books, and that is also a good way to consume information, but it is a very different practice than reading. 
I would suggest both reading and listening to value-adding books and audio programs. Whether it's books, audio programs, seminars, conferences, or mentorship, there are many ways to learn and grow. Never stop pursuing growth. They stress attitude over knowledge. You don't need to know everything. Too much knowledge can paralyze you from taking action. Many people plan to act and never get around to the acting part. As an entrepreneur, you must be willing to make mistakes and learn from them. If you are perpetually stuck in analysis and planning, you will never get around to doing anything. When you have the right mindset, you can fail forward, learn from what went wrong, and do better next time. Failure is never final unless you quit. They think outside the box. When I think of outside the box thinkers that fit the mold of music entrepreneur, I can't help but think of Derek Severs. These days he's more of a writer and doesn't necessarily have a direct connection with the music industry, but he used to be a musician himself and is the former founder of CD Baby, which he sold for $22 million. I feel much more in tune with how Derek thinks these days, but when I first started delving into his blog posts, emails, videos, and other material, my thinking would be stretched every single time. If there's anyone that observed the trend and ran the other way, it would be Derek. In 2009, I had the opportunity to interview Derek. You can find the link in the resources and tools section. They add value to the world. If a business doesn't solve a problem, then the chances of it growing and thriving are slim. By building a business, you can create more jobs, give back to the world, and offer products and services that legitimately help people. I have heard it said that if you make it your mission to serve people, money will chase you down. I highly doubt that every entrepreneur thinks this way, but many business people I know would resonate with this principle. They are goal-oriented. Entrepreneurs understand the power and value of setting goals and creating a plan for achieving them. You may not hit your goals every time, but if you write down a goal, set a trajectory for its attainment, and daily follow your plan, you'll almost certainly come closer to hitting it than if you had never set a goal at all. They are growth-oriented. Why dream big? What do you get from it? The highest value of becoming an entrepreneur often comes in the form of personal growth. Even if you never make boatloads of money or hit all your goals, the person that you become through the process of building a business is paramount to anything else you could accomplish. Entrepreneurs often don't hit a home run with their first, second, or even third businesses, but they know that if they keep getting back up and applying what they've learned from past successes and failures, they'll be able to build a better enterprise the next time around. You will become a more resilient and resourceful person as you continually work towards your objectives. Thanks for listening. Make sure to go to musicentrepreneurhq.com for show notes and other goodies. And leave us a review in iTunes to help us spread the word.